Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Episode one, healing from heartbreak. How do we get closure after a relationship ends? How do we stop caring? How do we give zero fucks when the breakup is all we can think about? Heartache is grief. Everyone heals from grief differently, at a different pace, and with a different strategy. The first thing I would offer is if you're in pain from the loss of love or a relationship, acknowledge that it hurts. You're hurting because you allowed yourself to love big. The pain is big. The solution is not to make a vow that you will never love again. Insert dramatic back of the hand to forehead and perhaps whiskey shots. Wanting to retreat after a breakup is totally normal. Wanting to protect ourselves from this pain ever happening to us again is normal. But there's a difference between taking time to heal and hiding or putting up walls. Armoring or putting up walls creates a barrier to love. When you close your heart to others or the possibility of others, you also harden your heart to yourself. You just do. We're complex beings, but we're not that complex. When you close off your feelings, you close off everything. So how do we stay soft in the very real experience of a painful breakup? In this podcast, I'm going to offer you some strategies to add to your toolbox. Some might work for you, some might not. Try some or all. The first is to acknowledge, acknowledge, acknowledge. How badly does it suck when other people dismiss our feelings? Pretty fucking bad. So don't do this to yourself. When the pain comes, usually at night or in a park where you somehow miss the posted sign that says young couples in love only, try to simply offer yourself acceptance in the pain. You hurt now because you loved. It's supposed to hurt. Try phrases like, it makes sense to feel this sad. What if I accept this relationship simply did not turn out the way I wanted it to? Or perhaps a simple phrase that I took from the mindfulness leader, Tara Brack, this too. 
I like to add darling to everything because I'm flirty, even in sadness and even with myself. This too, darling. Sometimes in the pain, all I can muster is, it hurts because you're not a sociopath, Gina. The next thing is try not to scold yourself for missing those red or yellow flags. Forgive the part of you that showed up in the relationship differently than you would have liked. Forgive yourself for the relationship, especially if it's a repeating pattern. My advice is to use past tense when referring to these toxic patterns. So say to yourself, starting in this very moment, I used to have a pattern of attracting toxic partners. I am glad that I am growing from that old pattern. And so use this even if you broke up from the toxic partner 19 minutes ago. Use past tense phrasing. When you use the present tense, like, I attract toxic people, your brain will want to make it true. Your brain does not want you to be a liar, and it'll scan the corner of every room like a killer drone with flawless programming to find the partner that fits what you are telling yourself you deserve. So release old stories and begin with words that you're using. New patterns require new words. When the urge to behave in destructive ways to get around the pain of a breakup rears up, slow way down. Pause, pause, pause before reacting. Ask yourself, what do I want to do right now to make the pain stop? The in-pain version of you is very raw and very vulnerable. The in-pain version may answer booze, vindication, revenge sex, shopping, overeating, rebound, distraction. You actually can take advantage of mindless sex, gambling sprees, or weeks of poor personal hygiene. Just do it knowing you are doing it. We tend to want to distract ourselves, and this can be dangerous and useful. Here's what I mean. The dangerous side of this coin is when you use external soothing without an intention. There's actually a big difference between the same action with and the same action without intention. So saying fuck it, getting blind drunk, and hooking up with someone who may or may not be aware that you're a raw, loose atom on the path to self-destruction might feel like the solution, but it will leave you a lot of cleaning up to do. And this just piles on shame and guilt and self-loathing onto a tinderbox of hot emotions. This behavior usually involves no time to feel the feelings involved in the grief. It is pure avoidance. There is not growth in it, just hangover, both literal and figurative. When you allow yourself time every day to feel your feelings as sensations and without judgment, it does the opposite of what we sometimes deeply fear. We fear drowning in the pain. We fear it's quicksand and it's going to pull us under immediately. But allow some time each day to process. And processing these difficult emotions feels awful. So remind yourself that these are feelings and not you. So you might feel lost, but you're not lost. You might say to yourself the relationship failed, but you are not a failure. Another great tip is to use your body to spend time in the uncomfortable feelings. 
cathartic movements like pillow punching, angry dancing, stomping, screaming, just breathing, moving your body, kicking. My favorite is to take myself into the car. I drive away from my neighborhood. I park and I let out a primal scream. This scream discharges your negative emotions and it also strengthens your throat chakra. It's so simple and so powerful, especially if you were feeling very unheard or misunderstood in the relationship. You might be skeptical how this might free up your voice, but it really does bring power to you. Ask yourself, what would the most healed version of myself want me to do right now? Another tip is to make a list with a friend, your therapist, or a coach, and do it during a time when you're feeling very calm and reasonable. And the list should include all of the things that you may feel like turning to when the sadness or the anger or the loneliness comes. These are like your go-to behaviors, things you normally do to avoid feeling your feelings. And then when these feelings do come and you're not in the most powerful state of mind, just quickly check the list and give yourself the option. You may very well want to do the action, but pause first check the list, and then proceed from a very center and a balanced self. Another tip is to be very aware that we as humans tend to want to assign victim and perpetrator roles. Avoid this. So what this does is it oversimplifies who was at fault, and then you miss out on potential for growth. Looking at your part is a huge opportunity for you to expand in self-awareness, and then you just don't stay stagnant in this toxic identity. When you blame yourself and you don't look at the other person's part, it's also not healthy. Just know your patterns. Do you tend to take on, oh, I'm the victim, I always attract liars, people are abusive to me emotionally or physically, or do you tend to put yourself in the perpetrator? I can't keep people. I always do this. Why can't I do this? Um, you'll find that when you take away these roles, there is growth and a lesson there. For me, it helps to do this practice where I analyze what went wrong from my perspective from the lover's perspective, and then from the perspective view of a witness. And so I play all three roles. This is usually easier after a little bit of time has passed. Otherwise, like if it's directly after the breakup, it'll go like the perspective of the lover. Gina is the greatest and I lost her. <laughs> or my perspective. I'm the greatest and he sucks. And then the witness agrees. But none of that's really like the full spectrum of what happened. So really feeling and breathing into perhaps days or weeks after, you know, your view is the, the thousand feet above view. It's usually very helpful. Another thing that happens so often is we start to feel a little bit lonely. We start to feel the pain recedes a bit, and then you start pining for the person or for the relationship. You might find yourself wanting to text, wanting to call, wanting to stop. Ask what you miss about this person, and then give it to yourself if possible. You might need to get a little bit creative here. So if you miss dancing, dance alone with yourself in front of a full-length mirror or go out and about if you're able. 
And if you miss being told that you're beautiful, gaze in the mirror at your reflection and say, you are beautiful. You are stunning. If you miss sharing love songs, make yourself a playlist and send it from an email or a text so that you receive it. And make the receiving of all of these things you're giving to yourself a very strong gratitude. So you're not going to act like this is like a runner-up prize or something negative, like I have to tell myself that I'm beautiful because no one else will. I have to send myself music because no one else does. No, not like that. Like receive it. These songs are for me. I receive the beauty of music. I live in love. Love songs are meant for me. You get the gist. Another tip during these really lonely, vulnerable times is just make a commitment to yourself and write it down. Put it on the bathroom mirror. Put it on the refrigerator door. I commit that I will never reach out after 10 p.m or after two drinks, or in times of chaos, anything like this. Make that commitment to yourself so that when you are feeling a bit peaky, you can get some strength from this stronger version of yourself. Okay, so finally, this is great advice and one that my clients find very useful and and had not often thought about is just to unlink your value from the value of the relationship. So we pine for lost love sometimes because we just really loved who we were in that relationship. But remember, you loved, you grew, you had the best sex of your life, you communicated, you felt joy and pleasure. The relationship was the container, but you were the star. And think about rituals that might cut the cord and leave you whole and better. Give yourself space to feel the difficult emotions without getting stuck in them. In this space between denying your emotions and wallowing in them is where you will heal. I'm going to put in the show notes this link to my heartbreak cleanse. And what this guided audio will do is just help you move some of that energetic residue up and out of your body so that you can feel fresh in dating. It's really amazing and the process is fun. So check that out and leave me a note if you do listen to it and let me know how it works for you. Sending you so much love. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, you magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.